You're listening to WNHHLP, 103.5 FM New Haven, streaming live at www.newhavenindependent.org and broadcasting live from our offices on Elm Street. This is another episode of the show. And good morning. Welcome so much to my guest and my audience. This is the show, and I have the good fortune of being its host. My name is Michelle Turner. I'm a little flustered because sometimes I run late and I'm good. This time, this time, I should say, I'm running a little late and I'm flustered. So bear with me. I'm usually pretty good about these things, though. Anyway, enough about me. We have in the studio with us this morning the culinary director. Am I correct in that title? Of CONCAD, which is celebrating its fifth year over in Science Park. Next year. Okay. Yes. Next year is five? Next year is five years. Okay. All right. So we're on the four and a half. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> My guest is Minister Odell Montgomery Cooper, and she is going to Go back and forth with us a little bit on <laughs> the program and CONCAT, what it does. Giving you all the information that you would need to know to pass along to someone about their very wonderful programs. So welcome to the show and thank you for being here. Why, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. I appreciate that. So. Yes. How did you get involved with this? Because. I would have never known that this was something that you did because you do so many other things. The last thing I would have associated you with was food. Okay. Uh, that's the start for me. Uh, how did I get started in food? I completed my undergraduate degree at Howard University mm -hmm. in food and nutrition. My mother was a caterer. And, you know, when you're home from school and you need money, I found myself washing dishes and shredding lettuce and dicing and slicing. So I had to earn my keep mm -hmm. and went on after Howard, end up working in Paris for a summer for a family. Nice. So took some classes at Cordon Bleu. And after Howard, I always knew that I wanted to go to Cornell, but I couldn't afford Cornell. So I decided to take a job. In uh, their program, and became a manager, a supervisor in their minority program. Okay, and worked for Cornell Dining. For how long? I was there for two and a half years and one week. <laughs> I, I, I assess that that fine timeline is because of the weather. Oh yes, the weather <laughs> uh, and the culture. But it was a very great experience, and I left Cornell and. Met my husband up there and came to New Haven to work for uh, Marriott and ended up working at Yale New Haven Hospital. Hmm. And how long were you at Yale? Oh, I was at Yale for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that was when healthcare really started to change. Mm -hmm. So what you know me for was the, my computer background. Correct. Uh, so I decided to leave and taught myself everything there was about computers and became a Microsoft certified specialist in teaching software and classes all around the United States. And that's what I did, worked for a couple of companies and ended up transitioning. So you were the trainer? I was the trainer. 
software. Mm-hmm. I just love Bill Gates. He was a part of, he was so much a part of my prayer because every year he had a new version that mm-hmm. came out of software. Mm-hmm. So he kept me employed. <laughs> so thank so, you, Bill Gates. Thank you, Bill Gates. But now what brought you back to your roots? What brought me back was church. Uh, ended up going to church at Barrack Amy Zion Church mm-hmm. over on, on, Dixwell, on Avenue. Dixwell Avenue in New Haven. Home, yes, home church. And didn't realize that I had a passion for teaching. Uh, gave my life to Christ. My pastor at the time, Pastor McCorn, recognized that I had a passion and a minute calling and started teaching Sunday school. And the confirmation from there is what grew into mm-hmm. teaching. And the work that I do is, is ministry. Started working for Alexion Pharmaceuticals in computers, project management. And while I was there in Cheshire, actually, before they moved to New Haven, I left and took a job in ministry. Worked for Mount Airy Baptist Church. And, you know, when you go to the church, you wear all your hats. Yes. So you are a project manager, IT specialist. (laughs) Yes, I have a culinary background. I can help you cook for the services that are coming up. Mm -hmm. And you use all of your skill sets and started using my degree in uh, congregational studies. And just had a passion for teaching. And I wanted to do something different in our community. And I wanted to be able to find a way to give back because I had been blessed with the skill sets and the employment and the benefits. And I wanted to give back. And I left Monterey Baptist Church as being on staff Mm -hmm. and applied at CONCAT and actually didn't think that I got the job. Didn't think. I interviewed with Eric Clemens, had just learned about CONCAT on Science Park, and I wanted to be able to be in a location that cared about adults who were unemployed, underemployed, living in urban communities, struggling Mm -hmm. to keep their families, keep their lights on, and transition from one career to the next, Mm -hmm. and not care about statistics but actually cared about the people. And part of my interview with Eric was, do you care more about the people than the numbers? Mm -hmm. And he talked about the mission of the program was to to, to actually change the urban landscape. And how so? Because we're located in science park and to the right of us is Newhallville to the left of us is Yale how do you change that landscape when Yale is building and coming through? You still have the New Hallville, New Haven community that is sitting there with families and children. And this is a time where adults were losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, companies were leaving the state. So therefore, if you lose your job, your children are coming home from college. You can't send them to college. And minimum wage is what, eight, nine dollars. Mm-hmm. How do you live? How do you keep moving and going and keep a roof over your head? Electricity is skyrocket. Gas was three fifty. Yeah, it was close to four dollars. So then. how do you live and how do you how do you keep a roof over your head? And the mission of CONCAT was to change the urban landscape, to change one life at a time. And Eric said, you have to love the people that you serve. 
Mm-hmm. Ah, that's ministry. I'm like, I need to be here. And that's actually how it started. I interviewed for manager of adult program mm-hmm. and I didn't get the job and didn't hear from Eric was like, what's taking so long? I'm like, need a job in June. I'm going to be broke. You know, I'm, I'm looking for a hurry job, up, hurry up, hurry up, you know? And what I found out was he went back and met with the board and restructured the organizational chart. Hmm. He, instead of hiring a manager of youth program and a manager for the adult program, he hired a director of programs, which was Genevieve Walker mm-hmm. and created a job for me as career pathways manager. He said what he forgot to think about was what happens when the adults complete the program. Yes. How do you help them through? How do you help them work through Next their level. barriers to employment interviewing styles what happens when you're late for work you don't show up to work we can train you to be any profession there is we can Mm -hmm. train you to be a phlebotomist medical billing and coding Mm -hmm. but how do we teach you the work ethics to show up and to keep your job and work through the barriers that we have in our in our community which is child care transportation just you know sometimes our own personal self yes gets in the way yes and he created this job for me and this is the wraparound services that we provide for every adult in the program so now Mm, yes moving into your fifth year yes and you've been there since what year it started i was there when the doors open all right so you're training folks what age, what education level, and what does one have to do to get into your program? Well, now, all of our adult programs, you have to have a high school diploma or a GED, some mm-hmm. type of equivalent, because it's required for employment. And you have to pass one of our entry exams, math, reading, and locating information. Mm-hmm. You go through an interview with the staff. We want to make sure that this is the really a career that you want to embark on and whatever barriers that you have going on in your life Mm -hmm. that you can adjust them to attend class Monday through Friday, eight to three or eight thirty to two thirty, depending on which program you're in. Mm -hmm. So it's a full time program during the day. We started culinary in January. So we added an, another adult program. And they have a beautiful kitchen. It is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. We love it. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful place to be every day to go. One of the questions that the board asked and Eric asked of me was, who are we not serving? Who are we not giving an opportunity to mm-hmm. that we can offer phlebotomy and medical billing and coding? Mm-hmm. And it was men. Men just weren't staying in the program. They had child care issues. Uh, they needed to court issues or transportation issues and didn't like to study issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting that you said men because I wouldn't have thought about it that way. I've thought about a particular age group mm. as opposed to men across the board. Men across the board. And especially anyone who had to check the box. Mm-hmm. We could explain what that means. So anyone who has to check the blocks in the medical field, it's very difficult to if you have to check the have you ever been convicted mm-hmm. box, then you are red flagged. 
before anyone gets to know your story. And it could have been traffic ticket. It mm-hmm. could have been uh, something very simple. But once you check the box, you're labeled, you're disqualified, your application goes electronically into the we're sorry very much, thank you mm-hmm. for applying. That's the, that's the pool of people that we wanted to capture. individuals who are coming from reentry, if you're on parole or probation. So culinary is a field that is much more relaxed and Mm -hmm. open Mm -hmm. um, and forgiving for reentry population, or even if you have to check the box for something minor. Mm -hmm. So we started culinary and it's exactly what we do. This is our second cohort started on the 19th and we have 19 students in the program. Hmm. How many are men? Uh, thank you for that information. I always have to know my statistics. I have nine men in the program. Nice. Nine men. And uh, there is about 25% of the 19 are from the reentry population. Okay. And cohort one is going to finish the program next Friday. Mm. They wow. finish 11 months. They go out on their externship for 80 hours. So my mission this week has been trying to firm up externships, mm-hmm. bakeries, restaurants. Uh, so we have a variety of places where our students are going to be employed and completing their externship. So it's probably about out of the 12 that will be graduating, 11 of them have jobs in the field. That's fantastic. Yes. That's fantastic. And I was going to say an externship would be known to the rest of us as an internship. That's correct. And so when they work for these different outlets, Mm -hmm. what kind of skills do they pick up? Because I know that you kind of go across the board at CONCAT as far as cooking. Yes. But when we talk medical, what are they doing there? Medical billing and coding. Okay. You want me to go really generic. So medical billing and coding we have a prof- uh, the instructor's name is Pierre, and he teaches them. The program is eight months, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. They're learning anatomy, medical billing and coding terminology, um, ICD-10. So whoever's listening to me knows the language. And because it's like when you go to a hospital and you get a needle, you get a shot, or you have to run an x-ray. Mm-hmm. All of those have codes. Every disease has a has code. A code. Yeah. So they have to know what the code is to input into the computer so the insurance company, so the hospital can bill the insurance company. Okay. That's a medical biller encoder. That's what they do. And a phlebotomist, just so the folks are clear, they're mm-hmm. the ones that are drawing your blood. Okay. So that is a four-month program, and they have a one-month externship. Now, has that been going on longer than the cooking culinary program? Yes. Culinary is new. We just started culinary in January. In January. Yes. But you've been doing the medical all along, correct? We started with medical coding. Mm -hmm. And then one of the things that our board members tries to make sure is that all of our adult programs are market relevant. So if you can find someone employment in the field, Mm -hmm. then that's the field that you should be able to pivot and switch to. Okay. So what we were finding because the medical field shifted in the midst of this program, 
that our students were having difficulties finding jobs as medical coders. They were finding employment as medical billers. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, not we, our director, Genevieve Walker, rewrote the program and we added medical billing and coding. Okay. So now the adults in the program are finding jobs in medical coding and or medical billing. Now, do you not have an arts component? Oh, we have an arts component for our youth program. Yes, for young people. Yes. So talk so, a little bit about that because it's it's interesting that it's almost as if you guys have gone in three different directions, but they all really tie in. Yes, they're all interlocked together. So we started with three adult programs when we first opened the doors and a summer program and an after-school program. Okay. So we had a director's meeting yesterday, and Eric reminded us. He said, you know what? We have eight programs. Wow. Functioning at one time. Eight programs, one mission. So we have medical billing and coding, phlebotomy, culinary. We are in partnership with Lincoln Bassett. We have an Mm -hmm. after-school program there. Mm -hmm. We have a summer program, an after-school program, and now we have a entrepreneurship program for high school students. Wow. So what How does that about, entail? Uh, and then we'll go back to the arts. I hate to sidebar, but that, I like that. I like the like idea. Entrepreneurship program yes. because we want you, you have young people who want to go in business for themselves. Mm-hmm. College is not the route that they want to go yeah. in. They're young. They're vibrant. They want to learn about business they and be get out entrepreneurs. There now. So the program is designed where they come to CONCAT after school and they're taught by a professor. We have a partnership with Quinnipiac University. Mm-hmm. And when they finish the program, they get a scholarship. They can apply to Quinnipiac. Wow. And we support them in being entrepreneurs. And that's interesting because, you know, the lenders of lenders bagels are from New Haven. Mm-hmm. So one of them, or maybe both of them attended Quinnipiac and they donated quite donated quite a bit of money to the school of business. So it's interesting that the entrepreneurship program is in partnership with Quinnipiac. Listen, our board chair Carlton Highsmith is a passionate person about young people and mm-hmm. every opportunity you can offer. So uh, that's why we started with the after school program and the summer program. Mm-hmm. And that's the arts component. So every summer we have pro- this summer we had about 100 kids, middle wow. age, middle school yeah. age children yeah. in our building learning arts. They're learning music. Harlem Renaissance is our mm-hmm. thing. So they're singing and scatting and they think that rapping and ro- and hopping they created. So they're <laughs> learning all about all everything that you can possibly learn about Harlem Renaissance mm-hmm. and you're listening to them sing and explore and, and, and to see all that's going on. And then they go into the Mac lab and they get creative with their imagination and they use the arts and technology and they create art mm-hmm. based on their imagination, their community, what they live, what they see, what they're learning. And every summer we change our art gallery to what they've produced, what they've created. So their art is hanging in our art gallery. Mm. So when they come through, a parent can say, look at what my child did. Or a child will come through and see their art hanging Acknowledge their own work. in an art gallery. And they feel proud. Mm-hmm. You know, the self-esteem, the I can do, the creativity. 
They're the, the instructors who work with them are young and creative and have patience to work with this population mm-hmm. of kids and they learn and it's, it's a wonderful program. And that's what happens in the summer and after school program. It's a, uh, it starts, I think starts next week hmm. or sometime in October. Mm-hmm. And we want to be able to concentrate on the individuals who are struggling with school and think that learning is not for them. And they're learning to, how do I read better? Yeah. And when you teach them and have work with them, because there's only so much a teacher can do in a day and a parent who's working two, three jobs. So we help to fill in that gap. Mm-hmm to assist them with their reading, their writing, their homework, their arts. They learn theater. Uh, They learn so much Mm -hmm. that they can do that they're learning, and we send them back to school. We also have a new partnership with Hamden High School. They're sending their alma mater. That's my alma mater. It is it. Yes. They're sending their seniors who are interested in phlebotomy. They're going to be coming to CONCAT. And for a couple of hours after school, no, during the school hours and learning phlebotomy. And if it's really the field that they want to continue to pursue in, Mm -hmm. they'll transition into the cohort once they graduate. How awesome is that? Awesome. How awesome is that? Great. Yes. That is great. What have been the challenges for you all? Ah, challenges has one's always funding. Um, making sure that we have enough funding for the children and the adults that are in our program. Mm -hmm. But also it's our community uh, trying to let people know that we're here. You know, we've been here for four and a half years. And even today, people have not been to the doors, not been inside the doors Mm -hmm. of CONCAT. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, I didn't even know about your program. So we're communicating to the schools, the teachers, the parents, the career counselors. We're Mm -hmm. in partnership with uh, the reentry population. We're talking to the community in terms of getting the word out. But it's the struggles have been really getting people to say, let me refer you to CONCAT, mm. you know, and we're not in competition with, with any anyone, program huh? that's out there. Gateway is doing a great job in culinary. Mm-hmm. If that's the program for you, yes, go to Gateway. We are a feeder actually into Gateway okay. because anyone that completes the culinary program mm-hmm. and wants their associate's degree in restaurant management, we can refer them on to Gateway. So our program is offered during the day. Gateway has a flexible program where you Mm -hmm. can take day or night classes. We don't have evening classes, so you have to be there during the day. So it's just getting the word out about our program. Again, we struggle with the population of being able to feel confident that they can pass math. Transportation is a huge issue. It's a huge issue. That's a huge issue. For a lot of folks. Yes, because if you live in Bridgeport, there isn't right. a train that will get you to CONCAT by 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm. So we have three students who live in Bridgeport who are up at 6 o'clock in the morning catching a bus. It goes to the mall and they're in school. So they have that commitment to show up. Mm. We have a commitment to do our job, to help them to find employment, to stay in the program Mm -hmm. and to work with them and to help them change their lives. Now, when you talk about funding. 
are these programs paid for by the student uh-huh. or are you all just opening your doors and people have to pass a proficiency test? Well, the model of CONCAT actually started in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Manchester Bidwell uh, is, our, is the founding organization. And it's been the model of the school to actually not charge. So there are nine CONCAT, not nine CONCAT, nine centers for arts and technology. Okay. Bill Strickland is the founder. And there are nine throughout the United States. And the model is to offer this to urban communities, to our to folks who can't afford them. And there's not always African Americans. We have whites, Latinos. If you are unemployed and underemployed and you can't afford to go to college, you want a career, the you door is open to you. We, we tell you that, of course, you know, nothing is free. Mm-hmm. So, but the program is offered at no cost. All of our programs are offered at no cost. However, accountability, you have to want to be in this program. Mm-hmm. You have to show up every day. You have to be committed to the mission, the cause, the studying. You have three hours worth of homework every night in mm-hmm. all of our adult programs. Mm-hmm. You take a test and we want you to pass your national exam with your national exam you can take this national exam and go anywhere in the United States because you're nationally certified. You don't have to stay, stay in, Connecticut. in Connecticut. And we want you to pass your national exam. So we are funded by private donations and mm-hmm. grants. And the program is offered at no cost. The students receive their books. Uh, we're required by yeah, Connecticut. I was going to ask about the books. We're required by Connecticut Higher Education to have updated books every mm-hmm. year. So our books are updated, they're, you know, they're new, and they pass them along. We give every student two uniforms in the program. The culinary students receive their knife kit that mm-hmm. they're using, and two uniforms, and they have their hats, and they have to purchase their own safety shoes. Medical billing and coding, they have to purchase their own safety shoes as well mm-hmm. for the field. Mm-hmm. And we have scholarships set up for them. And we have partnerships with New Haven Works that will also help, um, you know, it subsidize their national exam costs. Mm-hmm. And other than that, you may have to pay for your own national exam. So really and truly, you can really go there and get an education. You can be certified in a skill. Absolutely. And it doesn't it, take much. It, it does take much. Well, in the respect it that... Does. You know, when you think in terms of college or you think in terms of community college or a vocational school, mm-hmm. I always tell people, especially young people when I'm working with them, that after high school, nothing's free. Nothing is free. You have to pay out of pocket. Absolutely. So at least going through the doors at CONCAT, there are, you know, there's no cost for the biggest piece. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you're you're not paying tuition, you're not paying tuition in room and board. Correct. So the things that you named, while they are at cost, they're not skyrocketed. That they is don't correct. change from year to year. That is correct. So in a in a way, it's it's a small cost as well as accountability. Accountability, it seems, is the big thing. Correct. And we talk about our core values, our mission, so that students understand who we are 
and why we do why we engage in this work mm-hmm. and we want adults and students to want to be there to take advantage of this opportunity. The doors are open. Mm. All you have to do is apply Let the church doors. Yeah, let, the, <laughs> let the church say amen. amen. Let the church doors be open. <laughs> so uh, don't get me started. <laughs> the doors of the church are now open. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's for me, you introduced me as Minister Cooper. It's, it's ministry. Even though I'm, you know, I'm in a different role, mm-hmm. I'm still minister at Mount Airy Baptist Church. And this is ministry to work with individuals who come through the doors, who can't see hope, can't see a career, didn't know how they were going to be able to move forward. But working with them, what we do is work with them through their barriers to employment, mm-hmm. daycare, transportation, location, housing, um, the issues are huge. Uh, child care is is a is a huge one. Is another besides huge transportation. Issue besides transportation, because if you're in in the program in the day, mm-hmm. how do you afford to keep your child that you have in some place that's safe while you're in school? And then when the school is closed, it's right. winter, it's spring break, right. or something's going on, and you have to be in school, and you don't have a network. What do you do with your child? And those are challenges that all of us face. You know, I'm not in the program, but I'm a grandmother. Mm. So when my daughter has to go to school, she's looking at me like, mom, I have to go to school. Can you watch your grandchild? And I'm like, we're transport or I'm transporting again. I'm like, (laughs) I've been in this picture before. You know, I think I I did this before having a deja vu every morning again, all over again. But it is the role of a parent, Mm -hmm. mother or father to and a grandmother to take to help their child. And it's a, a, a network of support. So I'm that network of support. Here we go. So it's eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm up <laughs> dropping off to daycare. <laughs> it's like, I think I did this before, <laughs> but wouldn't have it any other way. And that's what we do. And we help each other. We have to help each other. Mm-hmm. It's very important. So if someone's interested mm, yes. in CONCAT, be it, because your age ranges are not all adult. Again, correct. What should one do? So our we are located at Forest Science Park, mm-hmm. which is Winchester Avenue. And we are between Webster and Division. Yes. That much I think yes. I know. That is true. <laughs> okay. I will give you that. You give me that one. Thank you. <laughs> and we have our website, which is concat, C-O-N-N-C-A-T dot org. And on this website has information about all of our programs. You can come in to CONCAT Monday through Friday between the hours of 9 to 5 and put in an application for your child mm-hmm. for after school, the summer program, any of our adult programs that are going on. Right now, we just started a second cohort for culinary. So they're in day three. Mm. And medical billing and coding is about to end. We're now accepting applications for medical billing and coding. And phlebotomy is just started. So another program that just started. Mm. So it's, you know, it's it's not a rolling admission. We wait until you finish the cohort and you travel together. It helps keep the 
community together, the mm-hmm. cohesiveness, mm-hmm. and we work to put them into externships, internships. And sometimes it leads into employment. So the way that we keep our jobs is reporting to our board of directors <laughs> that, <laughs> yes, we have enrollment. Yes, they are going to complete the program. The program. Yes, they have an externship, have completed, will graduate it, and are going to pass their national exam and mm-hmm. have employment. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. That's our role. Two short questions. Uh-oh. How's it going at Lincoln Bassett? Oh, Lincoln Bassett is wonderful. Because Lincoln Bassett has had their own challenges over the past few years. And I know one of the goals of CONCAT was to kind of step in and help keep this community at a certain level. Yes. So the manager at Lincoln Bassett is Steve Driffin. And he and I had lunch together hey, today. And I'm not even going to talk about the, all the food that we <laughs> ate sitting at the table, but we had lunch today and he's, he's very pleased about the outcomes and the work that he's doing there mm-hmm. and the lives that he's changing. So I really can't speak much about that, but I can tell you that my nephew was in his program was a student at Lincoln Bassett mm-hmm. and was at my house and Eric CEO was at the house and DeAndre looked up and said, I never see you at CONCAT. He says, what do you do? <laughs> and what, what nine year old has an intelligent question. conversation with someone that you now know is the president and CEO mm-hmm. of the school? He says, so if I come to CONCAT, will I see you? And Eric's like, uh, yeah. He said, well, what do you do? And he's saying, well, this is what I've learned Mm -hmm. since I've been at at Lincoln Bassett and I'm in the after school program. And I'm sitting there looking at him talk and say, I've learned music. I've learned my homework is better. And he's just having this great conversation. And how many young kids at the age of nine have the confidence to stand up? and just engage in this type of conversation. So with that alone, program's doing well. Second question, second and yes. last question. The restaurant. Mm, cafe. Are you open for lunch? Because, <laughs> you know, I've, I've been there to see what all of that looks like. It is quite lovely. And I know that you were focusing in the future to have the cafe open. Yes. So how close are we to that? Ah. <sighs> So that's a tough question. So the seat's getting a little hot here. So we are the Culinary Academy. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to do this the way to say this properly. Yes. So Culinary Academy is the school and we also offer catering and we'll have retail and the cafe should be open this year. That's all I can say. Because I will come by. And, and have lunch um, on the days that I am not working. And when we open, we will be open for breakfast and lunch and some e- some evenings for dinner and looking at Sunday brunch as well. Okay, so. Yes. What are some of the menus potentially? Mm. Let, let me ask, you having grits? <laughs> and you having turkey sausage? That's all I want to know. Everything else? We are located <laughs> on Forest Science Park. We have Yale, New Haven to the left, New Hallville to the right. The majority of our students and staff is a very uh, diverse group. Mm-hmm. 
And we want to make sure that all of our students learn to cook uh, diverse for their community, healthy. So again, I know what you're saying. I want some grits. I know you want grits. And Babs says she wants uh, (laughs) what? uh, No milk. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's non-dairy. Yeah, non-dairy. I want non-dairy. Yeah, she's non-dairy. And, you know, like, where's the farmer's market? Where's the healthy (laughs) food? Where are you growing this? Are you recycling? You know, we haven't opened our doors yet. So, well, I'm waiting. We want you to be surprised. I'm going to be one of your very early patrons. Yes. So you will be as pleased with our food as we as our guests are now. Our students have been serving the community for Mm -hmm. lunch. Mm -hmm. So we've been serving about 65 people a day. Okay. And the students are serving from 11 to 1145. So next Thursday is our last day for fourth quarter. And the students go out on externship. So if you have not been to CONCAT okay. for lunch, please come Tuesday through Friday. Okay. And next, the 29th is our last day. Until and you open back up. Until the cafe opens up. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And then cohort two. Right now, they're learning how to slice a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Odell Montgomery Cooper, it has been more than a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. And thank you so much for discussing CONCAT and a little bit about yourself, because I always want people to know who is in the background or who is in the forefront of an organization and their goals and mission. And you certainly represent that. So thank you for being here on the show this this morning. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate my audience want to say hello to Linda in D.C. Hello to my friends in Columbia, South Carolina, the folks in the U.K., and my cousins out west. Thank you so much for listening, New Haven. And this has been the show.